welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. This is the Video Game Music Podcast featuring music only from 8-bit and 16-bit era video games. A beautiful era it was, my friend. And um, before we get started, I wanted to um, start with this. I want to start with some thank yous. Let's 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 do it. I I I, I am with you one hundred percent. The first thank you goes to um, big thank you to uh, our listener John, or as Saint, you as you call him Saint John. Saint John, and uh, who donated to the Legacy Music Hour a copy of Contra Hardcore for yes. the Sega Genesis. It's a game that I've. I've been wanting to get my hands on for a while now, and been wanting to play. I've heard a lot of right. a lot of hype um, from friends of mine, and uh, just a big thank you to uh, John f- um, for uh, donating that to the show. Absolutely, we, uh, we, you and I we got together. Um, got a few together days ago. and we we, we set out a, to conquer it. Yeah, we spent about what maybe five hours on it or something. Six hours. Six hours. Well, we played some oh, other we, games, we so I, I would say five. Let's five. say five. Okay, five. Um, but we played. To play two-player mode. We played five hours of Contra Hardcore. You know, we got... Um, well, we get to the fourth level, right? Well, we got... The fourth level boss. It's one of those, you choose your path. You choose the path you take, and it, it affects the, the outcome of the game. Right. We, but we saw four of the we saw, six we saw levels. Five, no, we saw five. Five of... Five oh, levels. that's right. Five of the six yeah. levels. I think there's probably more. Well, than no, six. there's bonus stages, but of the of the six levels that are described in the instruction manual. Uh huh. By the way, we didn't look for any codes or any kind of cheats online. Yeah. We just read the manual. Well, I read it to Brent, and then <laughs> yeah, I, I I cuddled up next to Rob, <laughs> and he read it to me <laughs> by the warm glow of the Sega Genesis. Yeah. And then we we went we went to town. It was we had a lot of fun playing the game. Wow! Came up with a lot of nicknames for the characters <laughs> in the in the of a lot of the different bosses, right? And the different weapons we had nicknames for the weapons, right? And uh, it was we had a lot of fun, and uh, it, it's a really it's an action packed game. So you know, very good game, very good game, a lot of fun. And uh, we didn't beat it, but um, we're hoping to beat it now well, soon. One when day. when when we left, you said, "Should I play the game still?" Well, I said, I said, do you, I asked Rob. Do you want me to wait for you to continue playing this game? Right. And you and you said I said go go ahead go do what you go do what you want. With well, you me. said I don't know. It's gonna be hard for us to get together again probably right. anytime soon. So right. you should go ahead and just do it. So I did do it last night. Okay. I I played. Oh, I don't even remember. Maybe it was last night or the night before. I played a couple levels. Okay. And not not a couple levels. I played a couple games. Only a couple games. Right. And I have to say, it actually. Was a little bit harder playing one player. Really? Yeah, I thought it would have been easier because it would have been less, just less noise on the screen, you know, okay. just with one player. But um, you know, a lot of these characters, uh, they're easier to take down with two guys. Right. And, um, sure, sure. You know how there's just different things shooting at you, and, yeah. And it's just easier when you have backup, basically. You know. Right. So uh, it was a little harder, but I actually did get end up getting further than us. Okay. A little bit. Okay. I, we got up to the boss of the jungle stage. Right. And um, I got up to a, a later phase of that boss. Okay. Because he had a few different phases. Sure. You know? Yeah, Dead-Eyed Joe. Right. And um, it was... I, I think I was on the, his last phase. It must have been. But I, I did get just a little bit further. But it was hard, though. It was hard doing it by myself. The message that uh, we are trying to tell everyone is when you play Contra Hardcore, use the buddy system. 
get your buddy, and then you go. Otherwise, you know, hey, Deadeye Joe will wreak havoc on you and your system. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just need to practice more. You know what game I don't need practice on? <laughs> okay, you're yeah, right. So we, I finally forced Rob to play uh, Secret of Mana. He never played it before, and right. I've been raving about this game, and I wanted him to. And you told me it. I would be sold on it. Yeah, but you know, yeah. Go on. I'll I'll have, I'll, I'll have some. Then I'll be able to. I'll defend what you're going to say right okay. now. Okay. Well, yeah. let me see as best I can remember, mm-hmm. because there was a point where I fell asleep. You gave me the control, the controller. I'm playing this game. I'm reading a bunch of things. I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. There's a bunch of villagers I need to talk to. I don't know where this map is. I'm running all over the place. You're telling me where to go. And then on next thing I know, I'm I'm slashing blobs in the in a forest and slashing trees and earning points, which is something I really really do not like doing, having to build up my hit points or my magic points. And then the next thing I know, I'm in a castle and then I think you started to wake me up. I mean, physically wake me up because I fell asleep playing this game. <laughs> what I have to say in defense of this is well, first of all, one... Okay, well, no, mainly this. That there's there's a lot more action. I, think. I, I kind of forgot how much story there was in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And yes, there was kind of a lot of reading and a lot of, you know, sort of pre-story, act, you know, st- pre-action kind of stuff going on. But once you get into the you know playing the the levels you know and especially when you and we never got far enough to have the other player play so that we could play at the same time yes it's really there's a lot of action and it's really fun and there's just you know it's just it's basically a you know a hack and slash um game but you know with these role-playing elements too it's i can it's a snooze and slash for me uh-huh. Snooze and slash. I, I just, I feel like you didn't get to really experience the the action part of the games. And I think that you, if you did, if you jumped into the game, I think, uh, you know, without having to, you know, have all that intro story stuff. Sure. Or experience that, I think you would have been a lot more sold on the game if you jumped right into the action. And maybe it would have been a better idea to play one of the saved files on there so that you could have just experienced you know, the multiplayer aspect and, and you know, more of just the fighting. You know? Well, I will tell you this, because you pulled out your Super Famicom, and that's not some kind of innuendo. <laughs> and you popped in the the uh, Sanrio tennis handball game. It's not. It's called Sanrio Smashball. Sanrio Smashball. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. That game is a million times more entertaining than Secret of Mana. I mean... You just I mean, didn't, you just didn't experience. Where these, I, and I'll tell you this: every I think there's not a single listener to this podcast that would agree with you that <laughs> Secret of Mana is a, is a bad game. It's it's the it's really is one of the best games ever made. I think you feel cheated because you invested so much time. So you have to you have to say that. No, no, no. I uh, no, no, no. I I, I I mean, it invested time. It was all time well spent, though. I don't yeah. say that. Well, I I will agree to disagree with you. Well, I just think that you just didn't really get a good experience of the game. I, I should have brought you into the game. I should have brought you deeper into the game, not, not have you deal with all that intro stuff. I just, you know what? We'll try it one more time. Eventually, one day you'll come over, and I'll I'll, I'll just have you play something more in the middle of the game where we're we're doing more action. Well, you know, I do get insomnia, so 
Why not? I mean, I that, that would that would that would work well for uh-huh. putting me to sleep. Well, we'll see. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you, you you really like Sanrio Smash Ball, which oh, no, the game a, is it's cool. It's a fun game, but it's fun game. it's all right. It's all right. You know, it's it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I got. I picked that up in Japan. Yeah. Very nice game. Yeah. Very nice game. I showed. I showed Rob some other games too. But um, all right. Well, anyway. So anyway, again, thank you, John, for um, for donating Contra Hardcore. I've been, like I said, it's just that's that's just really I've been looking for that game for a while. And yeah, LM Head Ed. Yeah, we wanted another hardcore, a hardcore thank you to LM Head. <laughs> LM Head. LM Head. LMH Head. LMH Head. I don't know. Ed. The listener Ed, uh, who oftentimes contributes um, arcade soundtracks to us, thank you so much for donating to the show. We really appreciate it. Did the man Ed? Um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a very nice gesture. And okay, you know what? why don't I take this time out to mention our sponsor? You can do that. Destiny Games, located at four two one three four Ford Road in Canton, Michigan. Give them a call seven three four four zero four five five four eight for all of your gaming needs 16-bit 8-bit 32-bit 64-bit 130 uh, 28 28 28 right 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 um i wanted to mention this from the last episode there was a moment in the in the episode where you wanted me to say something about gunstar heroes do you remember that and i wasn't and I, I wasn't picking up on what you were saying. Oh, okay. I was talking about the game and saying it was a good game. Sure. And then you were saying anything else about the game. Right. And I didn't. I wasn't picking up on what you wanted to tell me. To clue everyone else in on what he was actually trying to get me to say was that I beat it. Ah. I beat that game. Okay. Just to, in so. case anybody was wondering what that moment was all about on the last episode. All right. So drink up, everyone. So drink up. Uh, and hopefully that's water or, uh, or coconut milk that you're drinking so um somebody uh texted uh, texted us this um an interesting little tidbit about ken did you did you read that right uh refresh my memory that he um th- that you know just uh, if you're interested in about ken's backstory or you know from street fighter 2 street fighter 2 yeah, yeah ken and barbie <laughs> right or not from ken from you know a couple houses down you know <laughs> or whatever you know um ken I guess marries he married Guile's sister-in-law, who's not in the game. Wait, Guile's sister-in-law? Guile's sister-in-law. So Guile's wife has a sister. has a sister, and that's who marries Ken. Okay. And so, okay. And, oh, and also, I mentioned this a while ago. How I had this, uh, I had this uh, this theory that Ken dyes his hair because his eyebrows are black. Right. You know? And he just, you know, he dyes his hair bleach blonde, you know? Okay, right. Well, as it turns out, Ken is half Japanese. Aha! And he definitely dyes his hair. For sure. So that's interesting. I didn't know that he was half Japanese. Well, a mystery solved. Case closed. All right. And then uh, and then I'm going to mention something about Bucky O'Hare, but yes. just remind me later to mention that, Okay. Okay. All right, let's move to today's topic. Oh, with pleasure. Konami. That's right. Round two. There it is. Um, this is, uh, you know, we, we did one in episode 23, played some good tracks. You know, a lot of the more well-known games we played in the, on that episode. This episode, um, I, I, I dug a lot deeper here with the, the Konami uh, 
you know, the Konami game list. Okay. Um, I just discovered a lot of soundtracks that I, from games I've never heard of before. I mean, I, there was there's just so many Konami games out there that are not, you know, Contra or Castlevania right, right. or or whatever, and there's just so much out there. I mean, I spent a, I mean, I spent, I, I just listened to a ton of stuff I'd never heard before. Right. So, um, you know, I'm gonna be playing a lot of, you know, lesser known game titles okay. today. Okay. Okay. Um, but also, it just, I mean, Konami. I mean, I just I'm thinking to myself, whoa, you know, we're, there's so many awesome soundtracks that I've never heard of. Where do you even start? You know, it's kind of like the Capcom one. It's like, where do you even start? Yeah. Right. So anyway, all right, let's get started. But first, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, mention a, a little bit, a little bit of information about Konami just to get us started. Cause I never, I don't think I ever mentioned this on the first time we did Konami. Okay. But Konami was founded in 1969. All right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they didn't start making game machines until 1978. Right. Um, one of their early hits was Frogger. Right. Okay. Um, and I don't know how true this is, actually, but the the word Konami is supposedly a conjunction of the president's name, uh, Kagemasa Kozuke, or Kozuki. Uh, that name, okay, so Kozuki, a conjunction of that and uh, Yoshinobu Nakama and Tatsuo Miyasako. So it's Kozuki and nakama and miyasako so ko uh and then na for nakama and then mi for miyasako so that's what supposedly spells out konami i don't know how accurate that is because i read i read that somewhere and then i read somewhere else that it was a conjunction of of some other names Um, right so i I don't know how and and apparently those two other names are, are partners so the president is Kagamasa Kozuke. And, all right, anyway, so that's possibly where the name Konami comes from. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so uh, that's just a little bit of information about Konami. Um, I see. Let's, uh, let's get things started. I'm going to start off with King Kong 2, Ikari no Megaton Punch. All right. Now, was there a King Kong 2 movie? I don't believe there was. Uh, Unless it was a B movie. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, this is a. But Jap- I don't. I believe there's no King Kong one game. video game. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. And very good to know. King Kong Two: Ikari no Megaton Punch is a Famicom release. And you were telling me Kinoyo Yamashita worked on this. Yes, and I. But I. I think she was not the only one who worked right. on it. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people collaborated. Let's get things started, Brent.
King Kong 2. Ikari, no, Megaton Punch. He's back. <laughs> He's Kinger. He's Konger. <laughs> King Kong 2. Yeah. That's how I would introduce the King Kong 2 movie. And we got the uh, full composers for this. Kiyogi Sada, Kinuyo Yamashita, Shinya Sakimoto, and Satoi Saroshima. Yeah. And just uh, in case somebody uh, remembers, the um, Satoi Taroshima and Kinuyo Yamashita both did uh, the soundtrack to Castlevania together. Right. Well, I'm going to move on to uh, a game called Crisis Force. Oh, very good. What do I love, Brent? Crises? Force games. Oh, force games. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Yeah, you just love force games. Um, and uh, this is a Famicom release only. And uh, you actually played a track on the a Japanese-only right. episode that we did. But um, I'm going to play track or stage two, Land and Sea. And this is music composed by Kenichi Matsubara and Yasuhiko Mano and Jun Chuma. You know what I found out recently, by the way? Tell me. Um, all, a lot of these composers are on Facebook. Really? Yeah. I, I, I Somehow I, I, I don't know how. I, somehow I found someone's profile on Facebook, and then I saw that they were friends with if you look at their friends list, it was all these different composers. It was a Konami composer that I found. I found all these Konami composers that were friends with them. And then sometimes I'd, then I'd look at their profiles and see that they were friends with other composers. Okay. And then it starts to branch out outside of Konami. There's, you, you see composers from square and you see composers. And, uh, I, you know, I found Hitoshi Sakamoto's personal profile and even Nubu Ematsu and, um, Hiroki Kakuta, all these people are on Facebook. It's kind of, and it's also kind of funny that they're all friends with each other. Right. All these different composers from different game companies are all friends with each other. And mm. Anyway, um, so this is music from Crisis Force for the Famicom. Music from Crisis Force. Music composed by Kenichi Matsubara, Yasuhiko Mano, and Jun Chuma. This is Stage Two: Land and Sea. 
and uh, I just I love this track. And uh, this was a little longer than 30 seconds, but we decided it was just so good just to let it play again. Good choice yeah. by both of us. What? It's a great choice by both of oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I applaud us. I love this part right here. Well, it's a Crisis Force twofer, mm-hmm. as I will be going Crisis Force. Stage four, World of Fire. Roll it. Stage 4, World of Fire. And that is from the game Crisis Force. Yeah, this is a very good soundtrack. It's, it's, a ke- it's a keeper. Listen to these drums. They're coming right at you. In your face. And here comes the best part, my I'm going to move on to uh, a Nintendo game, meaning it was released in North America right. as well as Japan. Bucky O'Hare. Hmm. Now, yeah. we, you know, we heard uh, from our last episode, we heard uh, from the arcade version of Bucky O'Hare. Right. You know, that was on the Kazuo Hanzawa yes. focus. Um, but this is from the Nintendo version, okay. which has a different soundtrack and it's a different uh, sort of game. I mean, it's kind of different. The music is definitely different. This music is composed by T. Sumiyama. And the track we're going to hear is Green Planet. Uh, one thing I want to say about Bucky O'Hare... Uh, no, you know what? I'll save it to while it's, while it's playing. But um, So yeah, let's just check out the track first. Music from Bucky O'Hare for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
music from Bucky O'Hare for the Nintendo. Music by T. Sumiyama. This is called Green Planet. And uh, on the last episode, I mentioned that uh, Bucky O'Hare was a cartoon in the 70s or something like that. But I was wrong about that. It's It was a comic in the 80s okay. and uh, a cartoon in the 90s. Ah. Okay. Ah, I don't remember Bucky O'Hare. Uh, neither do I, actually. But I really like this part of the song right here. I like how the drums kick in right here. Yes. It's a good track. Getsu Fuma Den. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know this. Uh, yeah, I, I listened to this one. Okay. Um, I think it's. Um, yeah. It's a Famicom release. Right. From 1987. I think that's actually kind of spelled out incorrectly, the way it's spelled out like that. It's, uh, yeah, well, yeah, never mind. Actually, maybe it's it's right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, this is a... Um, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. An action role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have a composer for this. I, I couldn't find one. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I... Yeah, I can find... I can try to find one, but yeah. But... Um, this uh, there are a lot of tracks I will be playing on future episodes, most likely uh, uh, some free plays. Yeah, I was a f- big fan of this soundtrack. Yeah, so here is a track on our Konami Focus. Getsu Fuma Den. And Brent, we just discovered that the composer is Hidenori Maozawa. Yeah, does that ring uh, name ring a bell at all? Yes. What? Oh, you don't know? No. River I, City Ransom. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably want, if you're going to guess, you should try to guess within the same company, right? Oh, Blades of Steel. Right. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Now, um, the, uh... <laughs> oh, Contra. Duh. Well, here's the thing. He, yes, he is associated with the Contra. That's what I was, that's where you would have heard that name. Yes. He didn't compose the music of Contra, but he is the one who adapted the, uh, arcade Contra music to the Nintendo version I'd of see. Contra. Right. So, uh, in the credits of Contra for Nintendo, it lists him as the, one, as the composer, but... Oh, so I was right. Yeah. On my second try. The third try. <laughs> Play this, turn this up right here. I love that part. This game is based on a 16th century ninja, a real 16th century ninja. And this music gives me that vibe of uh, an ancient uh, ninja battling something. 
battling a vampire. Or, I say that because it sort of reminds me of Castlevania a little bit. You know, the, the beginning... Sounds like Castlevania meets a ninja. That beginning reminded me a little of the Contra, just that one little lick. Play uh. it again, just real quick. Not this part. It's coming up. Right there. Right here. Uh, it sort of does sound a little bit like the alien layer, the last level. Okay, yeah, right, right. A little right. bit, a little bit. The intro to, to the the intro to the last level sure, of, sure, of sure. Contra, yeah. Just a little taste. All right, I'm going to move on to another Famicom release, Japanese release only, called Mor- um, Morio. Senki Madara. Oh, I pick. I had a. I had some songs picked out from this. Tracks picked out from this one too. Yes. Uh, very cool sounding. Good soundtrack. Oh yeah. And uh, it employed use of the uh, the the VRC six chip. Is that what it's called? The VRC six. Yes. And um, and uh, yeah. So uh, that that allowed for there to be more. Uh, sound channels mm-hmm. so you get um i think you get you get uh, two extra uh pulse wave channels i think two right. or three extra pulse wave channels i'll figure that out in a second but um and so it makes the music actually kind of sound more like a turbo graphic 16 or or you know uh, just you just get more voices and more layers uh anyway the track we're going to hear is uh symphony of destruction and uh, there's no specific composer, just credited as the uh, Konami Kukea Club. And um, this is it. Music from Morio Senki Madara. Music from Morio Senki Madara, and uh, this is called Symphony of Destruction from the Konami Kuheya Club. And um, uh, also, this is uh, about the uh, VRC, um, the VRC uh, six chip. It's two extra pulse wave channels, and then also a sawtooth wave Uh channel. This whole soundtrack, very good. I like that this is a symphony of destruction. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful chaos. It's, it's 
Hey, I, I've got a Morio Senki Madara track as well. All right. I'm going to go right after you, my friend. Yeah. Repairable Gimmick. All right. It was the track I've got. Here you go. Madara. And that is a is that a shorty? Does that qualify as a shorty? Well, I, according to what I'm using here, it's not. Uh, but it sort of does sound like it is short. Short though, I don't know. It just it's just uh, it leaves you wanting more. Well, at least me wanting more. It leaves you wanting Morio Senki Madara. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be playing more tracks from this this game in the future. Um, I'm going to play something now from a game that we have heard from before, but it's a new game to the podcast. We only heard from it on the last episode. And I kind of actually almost wanted it, everything we played on this episode to be something we hadn't played before. But this, song, uh, this track has just been stuck in my head, and um, I just... It's really good, and I just thought I got to play this one. Okay, it's from Roller Games. Oh, from the Nintendo, and uh, this is music composed by Kazuo Hanzawa, Katsuhiko Suzuki, Atsushi Fujio, and Shigemasa Matsuo, and this is called "The Worst Is Yet to Come," Zone Six, and um, again, it's music from Roller Games for the Nintendo Entertainment System on our. Uh, company focus, Konami.
music from Roller Games from composers Kazuo Hanzawa, Katsuhiko Suzuki, Atsushi Fujio, and Shigemasa Matsuo. This is The Worst Is Yet To Come, Zone 6. And uh, my favorite part is at the end, the very end, you know? Sparkly little thing that happened there. Right, right. Oh, sparkly. I like that. That's good. There's a little sparkle right there. That's good. My next track will be coming from Super Castlevania 4. You know this soundtrack very well. Yeah, I told a story um, a while ago about how I got this game sealed in the box for $2. Right. About 10 years ago. That's a fun. Over 10 years ago, but. Yeah. Do you think it would be worth anything now if it was still sealed? I mean, I don't think it's really... I mean, I don't really know how much these things are worth if they're sealed or whatever, but I didn't really even care that it was sealed, to be honest. You right. Know? You just wanted to play it. Yeah. But I, I beat it. <laughs> beat this game. <laughs> Glug. The composers for this game are Mazanori Adachi and Taro Kudo. And the track I will be playing is The Cave. Castlevania 4. Composers Mazanori Adachi, Taro Kudo, and there is the cave. You have a very nice um, sampled upright bass in this, in this game okay. that they use. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember this track? Yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm. My favorite track from this game, though, is The Submerged City. Did we hear from that? Yeah, I played we, that. We, we, heard, we heard that song, I mean. Long, long time ago, yeah. Okay. Great soundtrack. Beautiful soundtrack. On a beautiful day. <laughs> With my beautiful partner. <laughs> you already did this joke. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. You forgot that you did that joke already? I, I think in the middle of it. I, I, you I, said beautiful co-host, though. Beautiful co-host. Mm-hmm. Well, I, ch- I changed it up. I'm going to play something from uh, the sequel to Morio Senki Madara. 
which came out for the Super Famicom. I believe the um, title to that one was Even Morio Senkimadar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was called Mostio Senkimadar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is, uh, the, the title's uh, Morio Senki Madara 2. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. T-O-O. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just <laughs> the number two. And um, this is a Super Famicom uh, game. And I had a hard time picking my favorite track from this one. Okay. I really went back and forth on a couple tracks. Um, I almost was going to pick Infant Terrible Rabbit. And I almost mm-hmm. was going to pick a short ensemble, Skies, Blueness, Tears, and You. Right. Um, but I ended up going with Homesick, Her Beloved Flowers. This is music composed by... Tapi Iwasi and uh, Miki Higashino and Hiro Fumi Taniguchi. And again, this is music from Morio Senki Madara 2 for the Super Famicom. from Morio Senki Madara 2 and uh, this is from Tapi Iwasi Miki Higashino and Hirofumi Tanaguchi this is called Homesick Her Beloved Flowers and uh, also uh, Akihata worked on the soundtrack as well but um, this isn't one of the tracks she worked on beautiful piece yeah, it's it's very nice. Yeah, this whole soundtrack is actually really a hidden gem. I mean, both of these Morio Senki Madara games, really good good music to both of them. This is this is a real you know good discovery you know from just you know digging into the Konami library, of more obscure games. You know? Yes, this is almost sounds like classical music. You know, I I with a, just a sprinkle of new age. Thank you. 
I like this one chord right here. This one right here. I like that part. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I have got Tsuyoshi Shikarishi Nasai Tyson. Right. Tyson, not Tyson. Mm-hmm. As in Tyson Chicken or right. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson Chicken. <laughs> Tsuyoshi Shikarai Shinasai Tyson Puzzle Dama. Uh-huh. And the composers are Kenichi Matsubara, Hidetu Inoue, Masahiro Ikariko, Harume Ueko, and Kazuhiko Uehara. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a lot of people on that uh, collaboration. I I will be playing the title music. Mm-hmm. Title music to Tsuyoshi Shikarai Shinasai Tyson Puzzle Dama. The start to a game show or a sitcom. Or a sitcom about a game show. Hmm. If it's Tsuyoshi Shikarai Shinasai Tyson Puzzle Dama. See? You know how the title of the song, the title of the, the show is in the song. Right. It's a two, so you're she got ice in our side, Tyson puzzle, Dama. Dama. <laughs> got a good timing. That was pretty good. <laughs> good timing. Not bad, not bad. I'm going to play something from um, Laser Invasion for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is music composed by Shigeru Fukutake. Atsushi Fujio, T. Sumiyama, and Shigemasa Matsuo. And this track is called Equipment Select. This is Laser Invasion, Equipment Select, from Shigeru Fukutake, Atsushi Fujio, T. Sumiyama, and Shigemasa Matsuo. 
like how kind of rhythmical this gets, you know. It's also kind of a modal kind of piece in a way, too. It's mm-hmm. the same bass line the whole time. I've got a track coming up to you all from the game Dragon Scroll, mm-hmm. which I think in Japan uh, was called uh, Magic Dragon Scroll Dragon Reborn. Really? It's, it's a, this is a Japanese-only release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it, it's got that's that's the title that's associated to it in Japanese. I okay. think it, I think the shortened version is just Dragon Scroll. Right. Okay. But the full Japanese title is Magic Dragon Scroll Dragon Reborn. Okay. And I will be playing a track from this. This is by composer Kouji Murata. There's a track from Dragon Scroll. What do you think, Brent? It's good. Thank you. You know what's interesting is um, listening to all these Konami soundtracks. Yes. I was listening to um, games from 86, you know, around 85, 86. Okay. And then going up all the way to, you know, 94, 95, right. you know? And you really can hear how with each year the the pieces become more um advanced sounding you know mm-hmm. or what i mean by that is uh not well okay the ones from 85 you know 86 or 85 they're really simple you know it's almost almost on an atari level you know just sort right. of really simple little jingles you know and then 86 they start having more you know more f- like fully fleshed out songs sort of thing and then by 87 and this game is 87 you're just hearing more it just you just hear it, it just things become more you know they it's, become more yo i, I find it, it's the, the level of sophistication every, yeah something like that yeah every, it just in every game it just increases and i notice the same thing with every year yeah it just becomes just more and more sophisticated yeah Pieces become more involved and yeah. beautiful. Well, I noticed that they really start using drums more in the in 1990, 1991, ni- and 1990, 1991. You really start hearing this really cool drums, you know, like more drum action going on, right. and um, you just start hearing more crazy stuff happening in the early 90s, you know. And I feel like the prime years for Konami are really 
kind of 89 to 91 or something okay. like that 92 but in 87 though they they also this they were having they had some really good melodies going on you know all right really good melodies you know like that king kong 2 track you know i think that was 86 or 87 and you know that had a very strong melody but sure you know but yeah you really hear that sophisticated it's not even sophisticating sophisticated as well, it's both it's a compositionally becomes more sophisticated but also just technically becomes more sophisticated mm. as the years go on you know? yeah it's interesting to hear that evolution, you know. Absolutely. We, maybe we, we should have probably done that too. Just done some kind of showing something from each year and uh, how they get some. Maybe for the next composer. Sure. I mean, the next uh, company focus. Yeah. You really can. I think in, in Konami, you, the arc that arc is more apparent, you know, in other companies. So um, I'm going to move on to um, I'm going to move on to a franchise we've definitely heard from before. It's pretty popular, pretty mainstream. But it's a game that is more obscure in this franchise, and it's a game we haven't heard on the podcast yet. Contra Force. And I know you're a fan of Force. Absolutely. So this is Contra Force for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I think this is the one Contra game that doesn't have to do with aliens. Okay. Um, it just has to do with these terrorists or something like that. Ah. Um, but it's definitely this is definitely one of the, uh, the Contra games you don't hear about very often, you know? Um, but uh, this is music by Kenichi... Matsubara, we've been hearing his name a lot uh, this episode. Uh, Yasuhiko Mano, for that name a lot. Tomoya Tamita, for that name a lot. Jun Funahashi, and Jun Chuma, for that name a lot too. This is level two from Contraforce. Contraforce, music by um, Kenichi Matsubara, Yasuko Hiko, Mano, Tomoya Tamita, Jun Funahashi, and Jun Chuma. This is level two. I love this part right here. my favorite part right there so that's the that's 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 the part of the this track that made me pick it yeah. i was just realizing that the contra boys don't wear shirts oh they yeah that's right yeah in, in all games they don't wear shirts right, right. It's just something like, you don't see too many video games like that anymore but they're not wearing shirts <laughs> Well, you know, we didn't we didn't wear shirts when we played Contra Hardcore the other <laughs> the other day. You know? We were just trying to get into the character, but those people they were wearing shirts, right? In Contra Hardcore, right? They were, yeah. But there was a girl, right? And then there was the Altered Wolf, <laughs> yeah. Alt- altered Jacks, Altered Jacks, yeah. 
And the robot. Brownie. I'm going to play a track from Yume Penguin Monogatari. Right. We've heard from this before. Yeah. Played this on the uh, played this on the food episode. This is a game where you have to uh, food starts coming at you and you you're not supposed to eat it because your girlfriend dumped you because you're too fat and um, <laughs> you you have to um, not eat because so you lose weight you need right, you lose right. weight to get her back you know right it's but a, but her her new boyfriend is throwing food at you right and That's, you know you got to dodge the food so you don't eat it so mean yeah okay the composers let's see katsuhiko suzuki mm-hmm. and atsushi, atsushi fujio. fujio right and I've, I, I had a few tracks picked out for this one. Yeah. But uh, here's a little something for you. So, yeah, it's all. I was going out to all, all the people being ostracized by people trying to shove food down their mouths. And talk about sophistication. There's just a lot of sophistication in this piece. There's a lot way. of sections, a lot going on. Yeah. It's cool. Good try. It's a good choice. Yeah. You like that too? That little bean. And they used it. This part. Right? Yeah, this is a cool track. Is that they're using the sampler too? You know, it sounds almost like sampled bongo drums or something or sure. or maybe sampled uh, steel drum or something like that it, it kind of steel drum yeah it kind of sounds a little bit I, I heard that same sound in Super Mario Brothers 3 yeah yeah, uh-huh, yeah you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah I do yeah by the way this is from 1991 yeah or maybe 1990 I think huh? I have 1991 the All beginning right. of 1991 so it was just 1991 but yeah Konami's heyday right There's a lot of licks and stuff, you know? Yeah. 
like that, how it stops, you know, and then goes into this other section. Alright, well, I'm going to play something from uh, a franchise we've heard from, but we haven't heard from this game yet. Okay. Gun Buddy Golf Boys. No, oh. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> is that even Konami? No, no. Oh. Uh, no, this is Ganbari Goman 3. Oh, after once you are done being a golf boy, you become a go man. 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 Go man. man. You, go, you become a, J- a Jamaican man. <laughs> uh, so Ganbari Goman 3. Shishiji Urokube no Karakuri Manji Katame, which I guess translates to the mechanic octopus hold of the lion elite guard. Hmm. And uh, composers who worked on this game are Kazuhiko Uihara, Yuki Morimoto, uh, Noriko Takahashi, Jun Funahashi. Tomoyo, or Tomoya Tomita, and Nubuyuki Akena. And um, the track we're going to hear is Stage 5, Part 2, from Ganbari Goman 3 for the Super Famicom, Japanese release only. Gunbari Goman 3 for the Super Famicom. This is Stage 5, Part 2. Full title is uh, Gunbari Goman 3 Shishiji Urokube no Karakuri Manji Katame. And again, those composers are Kazuhiko Ihara, Yuki Morimoto. Noriko Takahashi, Jun Funahashi, Tomoya Tamita, and Nobuyuki Akina. Any one of them could have composed this track. Take your pick. Yeah. It is a VGM roulette. Um, I like how it's kind of like minor here, right? Right? And then it becomes major right here. You know? I started off my set 
with King Kong 2. Ikari no Megaton Punch is a game about an, an angry ape who came back with a Megaton Punch to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And now I will end my set with Batman Returns. <laughs> it's a game about uh, an angry Batman who comes back with a Batman Punch. Mm-hmm. This is a title released for SNES in 1993. Mm-hmm. Uh, the composers are Jun Funahashi, Harumi Ueko, and Kazuhiko Uehara. Now, in this game, there's a lot of music from adapted from the, the original movie, yeah. Batman Returns, but I've got a track here that uh, does not fall in that category, and it is one that I enjoyed, and I am sure you will all enjoy it as well. I'm talking to you, Brent. Thank you. This track is called Meeting Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle from the game Batman Returns for SNES. And it's got a uh, mystery, an ominous presence, ominous feel. Mm-hmm. And then at uh, the very end, it throws in that uh, the familiar Batman look. Right, right, right. Do you know who Selena Kyle is? No. Do you? Oh, Cat. is that is that that's a Catwoman? Yeah, Catwoman. <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> so it's uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful beautiful piece. By the way, do you remember when it was around the time this movie came out? Uh, they had licensing deals with uh, just about everything. I mean, big gulps to burgers. Mm-hmm. So you would watch these commercials and then they would always end with dun, 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 dun. Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah, sure. In that time period, they would all end with that lick. Mm-hmm. So some song just reminded me of that. So it's like, you know, um, McDonald's, you know, food, folks, and fun. Right. Or, never mind. I was trying to time right. it with this, but Here it didn't it work. Over a billion served every day. <laughs> it would be funny if it, I should have done McDonald's. I'm loving it. And it's instead of the, the the regular jingle that they play, it's just this one. But that slogan didn't even exist back then. I'm loving it. Uh-huh. I don't I don't. It's remember. a new slogan. Mm. I'm going to move on to a game called YY World. Yes. Or Weiwei World. W-A-I. And um, this is a kind of a special game because uh, it's it it uses characters from other Konami games. It's kind of a uh, an all star cast, right? 
And um, it stars a character named Konami Man, right. who makes appearances in other Konami games. But this is the only game that actually stars him. Okay. And there's also a character called Konami Lady. Right. Or, or Konami Girl. Um, but it's also got Simon Belmont's in it and um, you know, Goemon, you know. Right. And uh, it's got the Getsu Fuma character. Okay. Know? It's got uh, Mikey from Goonies 2. Right. Or Goonies 1 also. Um, and it's also got uh, Vic Viper from Gradius and Twin Bee. It's even got King Kong mm. from uh, King, King Kong, Kong 2. And um, and also, actually, I guess one of the characters is the the Moy or the you know those 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 he- you know those um, kind of heads that you see in Gradius. You know those sure. sort of rock the statue heads. Um, that's a character, even. Anyway, and there was a sequel to this game, which also had other uh, Konami characters in it. So it's all these different Konami characters. There's also uh, the levels are based on Konami, uh, on levels from other Konami games, you know? And so it also uses music from other Konami games. So you hear all, all, a lot of, you know, familiar tracks in this game. Um, so I'm going to play a track from this game. Um, this is, of course, a Famicom release only. And um, the, the track I'm going to play is from... There's a stage that's based on uh, the f- a stage from the original Twin B game, um, and and then there's and I'll, it's, it's actually a mix. It's a Twin B and Gradius stage, and when I first heard it, I thought that this was uh, the the music was taken from the Twin B game, but I looked really hard through uh, or listened through all the Twin B games that came out around in this time, and it's not from a Twin B game. So I think this is an original, as far as I can tell, this is an original piece composed for this game um, and kind of composed in a Twin B style, it seems. But um, yeah, I couldn't find, I mean, as far as I know, this is not from a Twin B game, but this is from the Twin B level of this, of this game. Okay. The music is composed by Shinya Sakamoto, Shigemasa Matsuo, and Atsushi Fujio. And, um, and, and again, this is YY World. For the Famicom, this is the Twin B Gradius stage. YY World, music by Shinya Sakamoto, Shigemasa Matsuo, and Asuchi Fujio, and this is the Twin B Gradius stage. Um, what, 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 I wonder what you, if you can guess the, uh, in the timeline, the Konami, you know, timeline where, where this, this track comes in, you think? 
As in what year? Yeah. Oh, this is 89 for sure. Yeah, it's 88. Oh. Late 88 for sure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, this is a good track, you know? I like this track a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a neat game because you there's just all these different Konami characters all in one game, you know? Okay. It's just kind of, it's fun. It's like a big Konami party. Oh, Konami party. It's like that for part two of the sequel. All right, well, that almost brings us to the end of our Konami focus, our second Konami focus. For a full track listing, check out LegacyMusicHour.com. You can contact us at LegacyMusicHour.gmail.com. Please give us a call. 281-SONIC-91. Operators are standing by. And um, next week's episode is going to be... uh, Can I say it? Sure. Pro wrestling. Well, I was going to say, it's not even... Is it necessarily pro wrestling or just wrestling in general, right? Mm. Wrestling. Wrestling games. Professional wrestling. Well, so if there was a game about amateur wrestlers, that wouldn't be allowed? I think that would be allowed. Well, uh, are any of your games featuring amateur wrestling? I don't think so, but it's possible. What if there was a high school wrestling game? That would be allowed. Okay. Okay. So wrestling games. Wrestling. But I mean, you can st- you can still say pro wrestling. I'll, I'll, I'll or you can actually just say this: pro and amateur <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Um, so that's what we'll do. A lot of games for that. Anyway, we'll talk about that um, next week. So uh, we're gonna leave you with. Um, I just thought I picked out a track from the Lone Ranger oh. for the Nintendo because it's really just a great soundtrack. And uh, the music is composed by Yoshinori Sasaki, uh, credited as Moi Sasaki, Kenichi Matsubara. We've heard this name, that name, so many times this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kozo Nakamura, famous for uh, working on the Ninja Turtles games, uh, credited in this game as La Nakamura. Tomoya Tomita, credited as Gorgeous Tomita. Kenji Fukui, Sotoko Minami. Oh, that's it. And the track we're going to hear is General Store from the Lone Ranger for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, really great music on this this episode, I think. Absolutely. I mean, just Konami just Konami might be the best best company for music, maybe. You know, I think you made that same claim about Capcom. No, no, I I, I think I think Konami has, but pound for pound more jams than than, than I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. I, I I think Square has gr- really great music too, but. Mm-hmm. Konami just really so good. Anyway, my name is Brent Weinbach. My name is Rob F. Switch. Thank you for listening.